me tell you of the days of high adventure. Hey, I'm Mike. And I'm Kevin. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look at some of your favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down. What's up? Welcome back, everybody. What's up? We are doing the fifth and final episode of this badass movie, Conan the Barbarian. 1982, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the man himself. It didn't make him a star, but it definitely helped. Uh, didn't it? I feel like this was the one. I thought, it was, the, uh, I thought it was um, not, it, it was either Terminator. This was before Terminator. But I don't think this was the one that made him a star, though. Yeah, it like, was. I think Terminator probably did, or um, Predator. I think Predator is the one that made him, well, like, so international, like, so. Predator, I think, made him, like, well, so here's my, my theory. Conan made him a star, and Terminator, like, really supported that. Uh, Predator made him, like, he took the leap to be in, like, the top action movie guy, and Terminator 2 made him the biggest star in the world. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd agree. Like, I feel... I but put, I feel like this movie, like, made it where, like, oh, this dude Conan, that muscle guy who's just, like, known for being a bodybuilder, like... Yeah, he can act. He can make an entertaining movie. Yeah, he can... We can and work then, with like, guy. Terminator really cemented that. I love that. Although, I, I feel like he did less stuff in Terminator than he did in Conan. Like, yeah. He did more stuff in Conan, like, as far as, like... Just movement and acting. Yeah, and he definitely talking. had more dialogue in this. Yeah. yeah, than he ever did in Terminator. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I th- yeah. I don't. Yeah, this I, has to be the movie though that people are like, he's a movie star. But or so, he can do movies. So if you think pe- if you say to like rando guy on the street like, hey, name me four Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. You think Conan's one of the ones that comes up? Ooh. So definitely, it probably Term- not, isn't. It probably is not on my Mount Rushmore. Definitely Terminator and, and Terminator, Terminator Two. 2. Right. And I would say Predator and Total Recall. Yeah. So, yeah. But this is right there. It's it's like like True Lies. It's like Commando. Yeah. It's like right in that Uh, area. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if people know True Lies, to be honest with you. Oh, man, they should. Oh, that's a great movie, yeah. (laughs) They should. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, we got a movie to talk about, I guess. Yeah. Um, So, this section opens. uh, Valeria has died, and they burned her body up. And now they've got the princess. Mm Mm-hmm. Tied up to like almost like where you would imagine someone doing like a sacrifice. Like she's at the top of a pyramid or on top of a rock. Well, it's like bait. Like yeah. there is, she's bait. Exactly. They're sitting there waiting for Thomas yeah, to do and his goons yeah, to come. They're not even trying to run anymore. They're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's stay and fight. They've got her kind of stripped down as well. Like, is I mean, that is that not what she was wearing? It might have been, but I'm kind of like, <laughs> does she have a? Ch- aren't these guys supposed to be the good guys? Yeah, but they don't. They didn't bring her outfit for her to change in. But they were supposed to bring her back to the king alive. Yeah, but all that's kind of thrown out the window when once Tulsa Doom killed uh, Valeria. So now it's like it's got to you got to at some point stand and fight. Thing was also though she was kind of annoying. 
Like she's talking shit to Conan. Yeah. She's like saying they're gonna come and they're gonna kill you guys. Yeah. You know, you don't have anything for Tulsa Doom Which or whatever. Makes me think that she was brainwashed. Brainwashed, or you mean she was happy to be part of it? She was. It was it's yeah. Either or, like it's such well, a. I mean, I'm saying it's a fine line, right? And like, we'll have to answer that question at towards the end of this, like. Yeah, she seems to flip again. Yeah, she flips. But I think, um, yeah, she's definitely still like she's still brainwashed. You know nothing what, else. Yeah, uh, what was that um, movie? Uh, um, James Bond. Uh, Never say never again. At the very oh, beginning of the movie. I hate that one. You don't like that movie? That was the last one with Connery. It was, but it wasn't even like it, it was, was like a, a remake of Thunderball. It was, and it wasn't even like I don't. It's like an unofficial James Bond. Yeah, movie. it's not even real. That's yeah. why I don't. I, and I thought it was just cheese. But you know the the what it reminds me of is you know at the very beginning where he's going through all that training, and mm-hmm. then he at the very end saves the girl, and then she reaches under the pillow or whatever, and she stabs him. Uh-huh. This is what that princess reminds me of. That character, like uh-huh. totally like brainwashed, totally like like uh, what's the word? Um, What's the phrase uh, when you have been kidnapped by somebody? Oh, um, shit. It's uh, what's that phrase? Uh, hold on. Stockholm Syndrome? Yes. Yeah, she so got she Stockholm totally syndrome. got Stockholm Syndrome. She, like, sympathizes with her kidnappers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she was living pretty lush. I mean, she was... She but went, then again, she was a princess before, so she was probably living lush with the king as well. So, Thulsa Doom, is that... that's a, Not, not Thulsa Doom, the person, but whatever that is, that's a religion, correct? You're yeah, not, the snake cult. Yeah, the snake cult. That's a religion, or is it a cult? Or is it's it a the, cult. It's the same thing. Cult and religion are really... Back then, yeah. yeah really, <laughs> they can be really similar, right? When you're worshipping someone who's still alive, I think it's a cult. Okay, all right, so... <laughs> It was a cult, right? And so yeah. she's worshiping this guy. Because I never see any of the benefits that she gets. Because she's already a princess, right? So it's, she didn't want for anything. Like, she, mm-hmm. let's just say she wanted to have an orgy. She's a princess. She could have an She, <laughs> she could have had, had an orgy, right? <laughs> so she was really down with whatever. I think he just had, supposed to do have some kind of hypnotic spell over all these people. Yeah, like, everyone who was close to him, I like think. Like some kind of ma- magical hypnotic spell he had over all these people. Which is in history, I mean, that's the thing. Like, real life, like, guys who run cults of friggin' um, Branch Davidians yeah. and David Koresh mm-hmm. and all, like, uh, Jonestown. Jonestown. Yeah, like, this is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but his was like, theirs was more charisma. His was charisma plus magic. Yeah, he, he was like legit. I mean, he could turn into a snake. Yeah, right? and he could legit hypnotize people. So I can see why people are like, this guy must be a god because yeah. he can turn into a snake. Yeah. Um, I would, I'd be like, okay. okay. I, I can't like, knock that. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm convinced. I can't doubt that. <laughs> like, you tell me you can turn into a snake and then you actually turn into a snake? I'm like, mm, alright. <laughs> I might follow you. <laughs> so now we got um, Conan and Super Tire like building booby traps. Yeah. And all this. It's very, it's kind of like Predator. Well, it's like a lot, a lot of, of Arnold. Movies, I guess. <laughs> it's like it's a like lot. also like Home Alone. Yeah, it's like <laughs> very Home Alone. Uh, a lot of Arnold movies where he has that one little scene where he's totally prepping himself for the final battle. Like he's putting his ah, swords in his everything. Yeah. And he starts swords. talking to Krom. Yeah. This is like, for me, I feel like in the whole movie, this is only really his second like extended scene of dialogue. Yeah. Like yeah. where he's saying more than just a few words. Mm-hmm. He's like talking about you know crom no one's gonna remember later who was the good guys or who was the bad guys it's just gonna be that two people stood against many and you know all this type of stuff yeah so i've never understood his his relationship with crom because he worships crom a lot but he's also like crom fuck off if you don't help me Uh he does that like two or three times in this movie where he's like 
I, I worship you, Crom. I believe in you. But if you don't help me, then to hell with you, right? And he, <laughs> yeah. he does that at least twice in this movie, if not yeah. three times. I mean, I think he's, so like, he's not a particularly like, – he actually says, I think, in his speech, like, I've never prayed to you before. Like, I'm not that guy. Which is not true because he prayed to him earlier. But, uh-huh. but, but he's just saying, like, I'm not – I don't have the, the mind for whatever, I guess. Maybe it's like he doesn't really have the mind to be submissive to any – body and he got it like he's his own man yeah top no, to bottom i so i get that and i at least i get that's what they were going for but i to me it's like you can't keep i can't keep praying to god and then telling god to fuck off you know like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that makes no sense like at some point you're just like i i'm not saying he should have been agnostic mm-hmm. but you know it's just <laughs> yeah, weird yeah, to me yeah. that he kept referencing Crom and then always telling Crom like if you don't help me then I don't need your help like that's kind of like uh, almost like um, religious reverse psychology like he's always like ah, I don't need you Crom like please help me you know <laughs> <laughs> I can see that yeah. I can see that I'll, all I could think during this whole section is like man it's taking Thulsa and them like a minute to chase them down like they've got time to build all these traps and everything like if they had just rode right out after them they probably could have you know, so could have overwhelmed them. Do you think they were like back at the temple, like sweeping the floors? I or guess like, so. Or like rounding up rounding who's, who's still alive, the, I the guess. Posse. Like get them all weapons and let's ride out. Because they didn't go very far, right? No, it was like, like a, a day's ride, a maybe day's something ride like that at the most. Yeah, I guess they could have taken at, they could have like chased them directly after he shot the arrow. Yeah. I, I don't, why I they mean, didn't. I guess they did have to regroup a little bit. But I guess maybe there was just the three of them. Like there was only yeah. Thulsa Doom and his two. They, had to, like, they might have had to get some dudes from one of the other temples or yeah, Snake they had Tower to go get or some whatever. Other guys and <laughs> what, had brainwash wake, some new dudes. Yeah, they had to go wake up everybody from their <laughs> orgy. Um, <laughs> but so finally the bad guys are showing up. Like, and they're not even, they're not trying to sneak up or anything like that. They're just like riding in. They got their, like, their sigils flying, the snake pendant, like the snake uh, symbol or whatever they got. Yeah. I, I think one of the cool things about this whole world is you really can't sneak up on people. Like, there's mm-hmm. these, like, it was not, it was almost filmed in the desert, right? Yeah. Like, you can see people coming. Like, you can see that. Like, doom. a mile off. Yeah, yeah. Like, you see, like, you know, like, and does that add tension to the. I think it's it not does. like they can sneak up on you from, like, a mountain. Like, you see them coming after you a it mile away. It's pretty good. I mean, in a, in a movie like this, like, you like to have that big build up before the battle. Like, you think of movies like Lord of the Rings or The Two Towers or whatever, Braveheart. Like, it's never just like, oh, surprise battle. It's like, you need that build up. I've always wondered, like, as a director, are you, do you. So you write the the movie, like I guess Oliver Stone wrote this, right? Yeah. So you write the movie, and then you get a director, and are they like, well, I really want to build tension, so let's find a location that I can see people a mile away, or do they get the location and they just get lucky and incorporate the distance yeah. into the movie? Like which you know, came it, first, the chicken? It's or the like egg? movie magic where they could, if they found this rock formations that they really liked. But they could still film them riding across a plane, you know, mm-hmm, and sort mm-hmm. of cut it together, make it make sense. But um, like they're on set, and they're like, oh, I yeah, really I think no, add. I think they like it. The I think Milius got exactly what he wanted with mm-hmm. this. Where you see him riding up, it's it's reminiscent of the open of the movie when they're riding up on Conan's village when he was a little boy. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's like he has a lot of like shots like this where you can see the danger in the distance. They don't really wait. There's not like a, a moment where there's a standoff or anything. They just, like, ride right in and the battle's on. Yeah, yeah. Um, Conan's just, like, 
taking people out with this big ass yeah, axe. It's all the had. battle droids. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Taking out all the no names, right? Yeah, it's all the battle uh, droids. Subutai is like spearing dudes. There's like there's some pretty great stunt work on this, like guys flying off horses mm-hmm. and rolling horses down into those like the punji sticks or yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. like the spears they had set up. Yeah. And like um these are again like the eighty stunts, right? So a guy pulls like falls off a horse like right in front of another actor, right? Uh-huh. They could have gone wrong in so many different ways. But it is exactly like you say, like as they were riding up, you had Thulsa, uh, Thorgrim, and Rexor up front. But then when the battle pops off, they're like laying back. Yeah, they're like, hey, go on, minions. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why is the bad guy? Would, would it be interesting if they ever have a movie where the bad guy attacks first? Like, so we just saw Avengers Endgame, and I feel like Thanos attacks first a lot. Oh, yeah. And then he and then he brings his The bad guy in. should be the aggressor. Or you mean the, the main bad guy? The main guy bad guy. Yeah, the big that's boss. a good shout. That's a good like, call. Like, he always is the last one. But they, you never right. really see. Yeah, they're always laying back in the cut. They're always, yeah. And they always, mm. there's, and there's always like three tiers, right? There's always like the no, the minions, uh-huh. right? The no names, whatever. And then there's like the second guys, like the Rex Wars and uh-huh. the. And the to your exact point, like when we did Big Trouble, mm-hmm. you had the the bad gang guys, mm-hmm. and then the three storms, yeah. and then exactly. you get it's uh, always in threes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, there, a good call. Yeah, there's can be like a little like in this movie, like you have your minions. But then after they get cut through all them, there's a couple of minions that mm-hmm. have some specialty deaths, that's kind I guess. Of, yeah, when you mention it, I mean, that's kind of a tired movie trope. Like, you know, it'd be fresh to see the the main bad guy just coming in busting heads. Yeah, and then maybe his minions, like, well, not, like, maybe not his minions, but, like, his secondary bad guys. Like, mm-hmm. James Bond is notorious for that, right? Yeah. Like, he's always got, like, the, the minions and then the secondary bad guy and then the big boss, right? But it'd be cool to see the big boss fight first, you know? Yeah. And so then, like, somebody... That's the thing is, like, why are they sitting back waiting? Like, wouldn't they have the best chance of winning if they all came at once? You think? Oh, well, then yeah, we get into karate movies, right? Why nobody attacks. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. Um, like, Subutai is picking guys off with his bow and arrow. Yeah. And, and um, a spear, which... Yeah. He kills several dudes with, yeah, like... Yeah, like, pretty dope. I get... Conan, because he's cutting down dudes with a, like a battle axe, right? Uh-huh. But Subutai is basically spearing people to death, which... I swear Subutai throws a handful of sand into the eyes of a horse. Probably, in this yeah. Fight. Like, Pretty probably. I mean, dirty ass fight right again, there. it's all about survival, man. It's, <laughs> nobody fights fair, right? <laughs> but these are really good stunts, like on this whole thing where the guys are rolling off horses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't see they don't make a whole lot of movies anymore where it's like real stunt work like yeah, that it's probably way too dangerous right yeah i mean and dangerous for animals you yeah. think i mean i mean they're like here in georgia i guess it was like last year there was a stunt man that was killed at uh-huh. walking dead and that was such an uproar right yeah so i'm sure that like back then there was no like well okay, if you haven't do risk their life for like n- no necessary reason really i mean yeah. um even the wizard, I think, gets in on the fight in a little bit. Yeah, he does. Doesn't he? He, he kills. So somebody attacks Subutai, uh-huh. and the wizard kind of jumps out of nowhere and, and then spears that guy in the back and kills him. <laughs> but then it's like such a weird, like, very weird, like, comic moment in the movie where the wizard's, like, laying on his back uh-huh. on the ground. He's like a turtle. He's like a turtle, yeah. <laughs> He's, like, trying to roll over like a turtle. It's like, why would you insert that comical scene in this very serious moment. Good for this guy for living as long as he's lived and it seemed like he's never really been in a fight before. Like in this world, I imagine that's 
like an accomplishment. Well, did he ever have to? Like he's I a guess wizard. Not. He's yeah, a he's wizard. Not, not a warrior. Yeah. Um. So now you got sort of Conan is like I guess the wizard and um, Supertie are taking care of the minions, and you got Conan who's fighting Rexor and Thorgrim. Which one's Thorgrim again? Thorgrim is Sven Ole Thorsen. Okay. And Rexor is uh, Ben Davidson. So he's like the second of the secondary bad guys. <laughs> Thorgrim. Yeah, right. <laughs> he was the one who didn't really ever get to talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but he just sort of had the comic relief moments almost. He, yeah. Although he has a badass death scene. Yeah. He has a badass And really, he had the upper hand on on Conan. He, like, whacked him with his big-ass hammer that he was swinging around. How that didn't break his, like, complete shoulder out, I'll never know. There's a great, like, horse crash where Conan takes down Thorgrim's horse. Yeah. Thorgrim, like, basically ends up killing himself. Yeah. Almost. Like, he he triggers that big-ass spike. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. swings around and just impales him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and there was a great moment, wasn't there? When, when Conan came and looked at him? Yeah. Kind of like looks him over, and I think Thorcum kind of reaches out to him, and like, uh-huh. and he just like, Ugh, Conan, he, he almost like has a curious look on his face. Mm-hmm. Like, my, I imagine his like looking at him, and he's kind of like, oh, what's it like to be dying? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I wouldn't know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really weird personal. You would think he'd have had that with Salsa Doom. But yeah. it's a really weird, like, personal moment he has with It's pretty Thorgrim. savage, too, the way he's yeah. just, like, looking at him like, oh, yeah, you're dying. How's that feel? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. it's it's a it, – it, so, to me, like, I think the best death scene I've ever seen was from the movie Dread where Mama, like, takes the, the slow-mo and then they chuck her off, like, the 105th floor and uh-huh. she crashes into the – so, to me, that's the best death scene I've ever seen, right? Okay. This one right here is, like, number two. Yeah. Like, and I think, like, I would never say that um, Sven Thor Olsen was like a great actor or anything like that, but he just nails this death scene, man. Like, it's the look it's, on his face. The look on his face is real. Just like, it, it just it looks real. Like, I thought he really died, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, like Subutai gets speared in the leg. I, he's hobbled, I guess. He's yeah. still able to fight a little bit, but he's not really able to help Conan too much anymore. So it's kind of like Conan's almost on his own now. Yeah, but... So now it's down to Conan and Rexor, which we've kind of been waiting on this yeah. for a minute because clearly Rexor's like the biggest and baddest. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a giant. you know, yeah. He's tall as hell. And this is where the yeah. ghost of Valeria shows yeah. up. Yeah, like, like we said earlier, like... She foreshadows the hell out of this scene. She's like, uh-huh. I will come back and save you even when I'm dead. <laughs> and uh, so, she, uh, because yeah, Rexor is beating him. Yeah. I mean, and he's like, he got the he's going to swing the death blow and like, he's Valeria's, got the high ground. <laughs> Valeria like stop, like physically stops his sword. Yeah. So it's not even just like a hallucination or a, or yep. a vision. It's like she's physically there. Yeah. And then, so, so. It looks like she swipes his eyes with her sword. Well, she's like really shining, right? She looks like a real Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah. In that moment, like she looks like a Viking with her shining armor yeah. and everything like that. And on. so, yeah. So then she says to she says to Conan, she's like, "Well, do you want to live forever?" Kind of in like a uh-huh. haha way, you know. And then she vanishes. Yeah. I'll tell you, she was looking good to me when she came back. <laughs> I so she was so blurry. I didn't really get a good look, and oh, it's so man. quick. Lovely. Okay. Um, but. Do we think she was physically there? No, ghost. Total ghost. So, but she stopped his sword. Ghost, ghost powers. Ghost powers. Okay, yeah. fair. Like, fair it's, like in the movie Ghost, like how she, like he put that penny up on the, uh, yeah, the door. You're true. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost powers. 
Um, basically, that gives Conan the upper hand, though, when he comes and he, and he kills Rex, where he like, hacks him up pretty good. Yeah, yeah, um, he does. I mean, this movie is definitely not afraid of showing some blood. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think it's... It is 80, so I think if you... Um, did that movie today? I mean, it was, it was obviously really bloody movie for its time, but like if you fast forward, like even into like the nineties, maybe mm-hmm. then like those same scenes, you would have had like him cutting somebody and like you've seen like a deep gash in his shoulder, yeah. or you would have cut somebody and his gut spilled out. Like mm-hmm. it would have been like this over the top gratuitous. Like I feel like yeah, I feel like and I feel like that effects were easy to do. They probably would have had him in this too. Yeah, like, probably. I think, I think John Milius liked the gore. Yeah, he definitely liked the blood. Yeah. Now, this is where Thulsa Doom, like, from a distance, he takes another snake arrow, and he's, like, going to try to shoot um, the princess. Why? That's such a punk-ass move, isn't it? it? I, why? Why does he do that? It's why? like, would... if I can't have her, no one will. But, yeah, why not shoot at Conan? But, thank you. <laughs> like, why? It's a weird move. It's why a weird did move. he kill her? Like, why was he trying to kill her? Like, he obviously came after her, right? And I uh-huh. get the whole, like, if I can't have you, then nobody can yeah. thing. But that just doesn't rock. This just doesn't make sense in this movie. Like he could have uh-huh. had anybody he wanted. So why did he try to kill her? Like what was I don't the know. point? And and what happens? Uh, Supertai jumps in and, and shields her with yeah. the shield. He catches the arrow, which is weird because didn't Supertai just get stabbed in the leg? So he shouldn't yeah. have never been able to hobble up there. He was and, just barely able to save the. Yeah, day. he just just jumps up and and. I'll tell you, with that him. money on the line from the king, he was like willing to do anything I, I don't so at a certain point it's not about money for those guys right <laughs> it's about like honor and just a good fight you know ah, and so getting back to where Conan was at like that sword that Rex Sword had been using the whole movie that was Conan's dad's sword oh really yeah and it yeah. was it had been broken in the fight yeah. but Conan takes that piece like he takes the sword back yeah it was the one that is from the opening credits oh of he the had movie. that sword that whole time yeah from the time I guess that his mom got killed with that sword then Rexor's had that sword so for the you, past you know 20 years or whatever you know that just because you know that yeah yeah or? no I know it because it's the same like the same like uh, design it's like a you know it's a bull or a skull yeah because I feel like they don't I feel like that's not like a Nah, they don't like a, make a big deal it's not out a big it. deal like there is not like there was a scene early on where he saw him with carrying that sword he's like oh, I gotta get that sword back you know like there was a moment there was one moment where he said he wanted to get his dad's sword back but okay. it, they never make a big deal out yeah, of it yeah it's not like a plot or it's not like a storyline exactly Conan is our triumphant hero yeah, I feel like he does almost like a muscle man pose yeah, like in this moment yeah. the sort of pose uh, and bow like is this where he, he does a yeah he crosses his arms and bows his head but he's like a strong man pose kind of yeah. like it was the, the big hero moment right? yeah there, again he's paying homage to Krom which he doesn't need himself obviously so weird. But meanwhile like Thulsa like a punk has run back to his temple and he's whatever it's a big ceremony going on he's anointing he's basically new, recruiting new people he's like right? getting yeah and rebuilding the cult I guess mm-hmm. like that um, I mean, I would have thought that, like, taking a big L like that would have turned people off, but whatever. It seems like they're down. You know, it almost felt like he was recruiting all of his people to go after the big, big fight now. Like, he's, they've had, like, the fight where they came from the Ordi, right? They had mm-hmm. that fight. They had the fight in the, in the, the grounds, right? They had that one. Um, and now those are doing was like, look, I'm getting, this is war, right? I'm getting everybody in here and we're going to go after these two guys and we're going to kill them. But Conan comes to him first. Yeah. And the princess is helping Conan. It's, it's, so that again, if she was really brainwashed, 
How did she flip so quick? I'm thinking like the moment he tried to kill her, sort of snapped her out of it. So I, that what that is what makes me think that she was a willing participant more than she was brainwashed. Because I okay. feel like if she was literally brainwashed, she still wouldn't have flipped. She yeah. would have still been like, ah, you know, he just did this because he needed to. And I'm still like, she would have been kicking and screaming all the way back to her daddy, you know? It's one of those mysteries, like, I guess we'll never know. But it's, yeah, it's like, it's a little bit. I just mean, was convenient. I get that we right? get a little nitpicky over this stuff, <laughs> but like when you really sit down and think about it, it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> now, the fact that she's just like back now, like you would think that would make all the guards and everything be like, holy shit, the princess is back. But they're just kind of like, oh, hey. Yeah, well, she's like, you know, she's helping Conan sneak in there. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm just here. I'm just, I'm doing, I'm just going to the kitchen to get a sandwich. <laughs> And, yeah. like, meanwhile, Conan comes back behind everybody and well, cuts her throat. And, like, Fulsa's talking all types of shit. I'm like, whatever, we're going to we're gonna cleanse the earth and burn our way to paradise and mm-hmm. whatever. This but dude's about to go to war. Conan's, like, so he, he snuck his way through, you know, with the distraction from the princess, slicing throats and all that. He sneaks up right behind Fulsa up on the altar. And um, Fulsa turns around and, like, starts to put that brainwash on him. Yeah, he's like... I this is where he's like I basically made you like yeah he's you, like calling him my child or yeah, my son or whatever like he's trying to hypnotize him again and I I don't know what he stats. says like you're not gonna have anything left to live for if mm-hmm. you kill me yeah it seems to be working for a minute it right? is yeah and I have no idea what snaps him out of it what snaps Conan out of it but he snaps out of it. Thulsa, to me, like, Thulsa is really, like, believing his own hype if he thinks Conan's not about to kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it is a moment of weakness where it seems like Conan starts working a little bit. Yeah. Then Conan, yeah, like you say, he snapped out and just straight, what, just chops, chops his head, head off, off. Yeah. With, the, with his dad's sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty brutal, actually, it's a really brutal, like, usually when you see, like, somebody uh, beheaded, it's like one swipe, it's like one swipe head yeah. comes right off, right? But this one, he's like, he, it's like two or three blows, right? Like, yeah. he chops his head off. Right? Yeah, it's hits very, it from both sides. Yeah, yeah. it's a very violent uh, beheading. Like, one of the most violent beheadings I've seen on film. Mm-hmm. And I never really noticed, like, before this most recent watch that he was doing it with the broken sword, his mm-hmm. dead sword. That's, like, mm-hmm. poetic justice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and all that. Like, finally getting that closure or that revenge or whatever mm-hmm. for his parents and all. Um, but, man, yeah, it's also it's just very bloody. As, yeah, I mean, right. it would be in real life, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, again, like, I think when you think of beheadings, especially when you think of them in movies, you think it's just, like, one clean clean swipe and it's off. But, no, this is, like, he takes several whacks at his head to cut it off. It's kind of gross. It's kind of, if you think about it, it's kind of gross. So, like, yeah, no, it's definitely gross. And that when that happens, like, panic sort of starts to take over amongst all the followers. And Conan takes the head and he chucks it down the stairs, Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is, like, also just... The visual of the head just rolling down the stairs, and the sound effects of it like clunking down the <laughs> yeah. like a down the it sounds like a melon like <laughs> that's probably what they down used, the, right? <laughs> clunking down the steps. Um, but yeah, in that moment, like it seemed like the cult just sort of loses interest. Like, <laughs> right? no, like uh, they're just like we're done. Oh, he's gone now. Cool. We're just gonna go back where we yeah. came from. <laughs> As if like they had no interest whatsoever. Like none of them like raise up to fight him or anything. Nah, they're like, not a ride or die like that. Yeah, it's like they're just like. Oh, we're just I mean, I wonder go. is the spell kind of broken when Thulsa's got dead? to be. If but like if his spell is that strong to like have a hold over all these people, then why wasn't he strong enough to have a hold over Conan? Yeah. Uh, uh, 
well, Conan, like, he seems content to just let them all go their separate ways. Like, he's not trying to take over or anything like that. So his cult just, like, the, the so does the whole, because he's got, like, satellite cults everywhere yeah. else, right? Does it instantaneously <laughs> dissolve? I think uh, word it, trickles down that Thulse is dead. So just that main temple is what goes yeah. first, right? But then, like, that temple with the snake where well, probably, they stole the diamond from, probably, does that dissolve also, like, yeah, yeah. immediately? Don't you think probably, like, Nazis, like, they're, like, once it's once you lost, then it's yeah, like, but there's Nazis oh, yeah, today. <laughs> but, but I mean, I imagine they're like, oh, yeah, no, we're not members of that. Like, we, we were never part of that. That's how I imagine. Like, once the snake cult got killed off, then, mm-hmm. then everyone's like, no, I was never a member of that. What, what snake cult? Yeah. It's, it's like that. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. But, um... Conan sets the temple on fire, mm-hmm. right? And now the temple was made out of all stone. And yeah, it's yeah. like burning up in a giant How place. How does it catch on fire? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, That's a mystery. Again, movie for movie sake, right? Now, then, so Conan and the princess they they head on out. Like, is he? I guess he's. Did you ever sense like romance between I the did, two of them? Which is weird. Well, Conan does seem like he's hooked up with every woman that he's sort of encountered. But why would they make like a love interest between the princess and Conan? Like. Out of literally the last scene of the of the film, like there's like, like a, one other like scene James after Bond this. Type where he's always got to have a girl at the end. Or but something. he not once they have any kind of like romantic no. anything. Like, and if anything, I mean, he's seen her like be sort of like a bad guy, shitty to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. It was it was. I, so I think. So that, but do we think they hooked up? Yeah, I don't. I don't. No. I, but I also think that that scene that you're talking about was added to the new edition. Like I think they oh it wasn't re- in the theatrical. I think they re-released the uh, on the DVD or the Blu-ray. They re-released it and they added some deleted scenes because that scene really you know, always sticks out another, to me. You know what else? I can see why they cut it out because there was like another deleted scene where the king got killed. So it would have been like okay, he's taking her back to the king, mm-hmm. but the king's dead now. So. Yeah. They're not getting paid anyway, or whatever. Like you almost don't need it because mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. Yeah, I think I think that was one of those added scenes, which that, I I don't know. I like it makes no sense. Like mm-hmm. I think they just added it to be like, hey, this is something we feel because it just looks weird. Like the looks very CGI. Yeah, it just looks odd. You know, it's like yeah, they did something to that scene. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely feel like it was like an afterthought. Yeah, it was, they, they 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 totally added up. Um, and now we got Conan with a big beard and he's on a throne. But he's seen, like, and Mako's doing voiceover. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says he's returned the princess and his companions have sought out more adventures. But then he, like, eventually became a king. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, to me, it doesn't seem like Conan's happy. Not, yeah, like he's... Doesn't he, he seem like he's, like, unhappy got in a lot this? Of, like, he's not, he's not made to be a king. Like, some people yeah. just aren't. That a, does, they just don't have that have in people, him. People like depending on him or whatever. Yeah, like, like he's not like a politician, which I think a king probably has. Like, it to seemed be. like it was almost against his will that yeah. he like agreed to be king or yeah. something like this. So. I can see him having a lot of followers, but I can't see him being king. Like I don't yeah. think I don't even know if that was what his ultimate goal was. I don't was. think so. I don't yeah. think he was ever seeking that. I think he just wanted revenge. He seems like the kind of hero that that stumbles into a lot of so, stuff. Like goes from adventure to adventure. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, like freewheeling. Mm-hmm. Um. And there's that classic, like, movie cliche where he's like, oh, but that's another story. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, all the stories of him as king. Yeah. Um, they should have just put a big the end and question mark. <laughs> right. <laughs> ended it like that. So, I mean, I think when they made it, like, it was intended to be, like, this is going to be the first of our franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, which makes was. sense. It was. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Just two movies you call, two. call that a franchise? And Red Sonja? 
Yeah, I would say it's a franchise. They did sort of spawn the genre. Yeah. I like, would, they made a lot of these barbarian movies. Or the Sword and the Source, I remember that. Yeah. Like, one of my favorites. Beastmaster. Beastmaster, Dragon Slayer. That yeah. was a great movie. They made a lot of these. Yeah, it was, there was, it was like, a, Death Stalker. Yeah, there was a lot of, like, those kind of, like, sword and sorcery films in the early 80s and 90s. Excalibur. Yeah. Um, yeah, that movie was good. Yeah. So, yeah, it, I don't know if it started the genre, but it definitely was one of but the leading movies this of movie sequel, Conan and the Destroyer, was, like, really, really bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, I feel like it just killed the franchise. So it's almost like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like, they obviously have more money to throw at this film, but it, it doesn't have that realism that the first movie had. Like, a yeah. lot of the sets look fake. A lot of the, definitely a lot of the yeah. creature it effects It was like they were trying bad. to do it on cheap, on the cheap. Yeah. Um, but so, big takeaway for me from this movie is if you're wiping out someone's whole village, don't leave... Like, don't leave anybody alive if you don't plan for them to come back for revenge. Yeah. That's, that's my takeaway. You got any takeaways on this one? Uh, not as far as, like, themes from the movie. <laughs> I would just say this is probably one of those hidden gems that a lot of people don't really know about unless you like i'm sure arnold fans know about this movie yeah. but i'm sure just like regular folk don't it know about this that big like like terminator or die hard or something yeah it's still considered a classic like, yeah it's one, not yeah. one of the films that you instantaneously think about when you think of arnold but having said that it's one of the films that you have to watch like it's especially a, if you're an arnold fan yeah it's yeah, a it's great a great film. it's a great it's it's got everything you want as a guy. It's got blood and gore. It's got nudity. It's got it's got everything that you want. Yeah. It's a good Sunday afternoon flick. One and, it's a, and, you know, sorry to interrupt, but it's a great, like, it's like an old school epic film, too. Like, you don't really see that. They don't do that so well these days. Like, they don't do it where they can tell the story of a person from all the way from where he's a kid to yeah. literally where he's like an old man. Like, and they yeah. expand his whole life in this one film. They they don't do that well anymore. And and, no. and and this movie does it to the T. Yeah, I'm trying to think of movies like that, like a Forrest Gump or whatever. But yeah, there's not a lot. Or like, I mean, Star Wars is a good example. Yeah, but, where uh, it's like you've really been on a journey. Yeah, like it's yeah, like <laughs> yeah, that's a great yeah, it's a great word. <laughs> um, one other cool thing about this was that Arnold had like he had stopped doing all the competitive bodybuilding in 1975 but then he got in such like good shape training for this movie that he decided he'd go back in like and enter in the 1980 Mr. Olympia because this movie had been like kept having delays and delays and Arnold sitting around waiting and like growing his hair out Mm -hmm. and all this for it Mm -hmm. but he entered in the 1980 Mr. Olympia and won it again like after five years of retirement wow yeah, Dude, that's why he's the goat. He pulled, he pulled the Jordan <laughs> on him. Yeah, came out of retirement. Came out of retirement. Stomped on him. Played again. a little baseball first, and then yeah. came back and won but, the championship. Um, yeah, this movie, unbelievable movie. Yeah, I mean, it, great. They don't make them like this anymore. You know, where everything true. is real, everything is on the screen. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a man's man movie. It really it is. is. Like, Arnold has done some macho movies, hasn't he? Yeah, and this is up there. The uh, only one I could see being any more macho than this is probably Predator. Yeah, where yeah. it's just like such testosterone. Yeah, that one's over the top. <laughs> yeah, this one's just like, this is a man doing manly things. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, but it's a fucking great movie. Yeah, I agree. I two thumbs up. So, oh yeah, definitely a classic for a reason, and launched this man's career for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that's awesome. Got another one under our belts. Yeah, right? yeah, that was. I love this movie, man. I could, I could talk about it all day. Yeah, you. So how many times for you? You think you've seen it? I'm a little older than you, man, so I, I've probably got, like, 
10 years of watching it more than you so I, yeah. I'm a good 25 30 okay. and, I'm probably like 10 or something like that but yeah. I think I mentioned probably in an earlier episode but like one of my first memories as a human being was mm-hmm. like my dad sneaking me yeah. to let me watch this on TBS or something and being like don't let your mom know that I let you watch this yeah uh, so I um I I'm we're both big movie fans as yeah. a parent we have this podcast but and I have a DVD and a Blu-ray collection but it's not huge like you would think it'd be huge but it's not this is definitely one of the movies that I own like and it, it made that that cut you know yeah, yeah. into my like something I have to have on DVD my collection is pretty big but this was definitely like a, a essential yeah edition like, I don't even have any of the Star Wars movies on DVD oh dude I gotta I, get my Blu-rays on Star yeah, Wars yeah. yeah I do have those I, you know if he doesn't release the originals I just can't do it see that's why I love my DVDs of Star Wars because like as a bonus disc they have the originals no way really yeah dude if you ever want to watch them you swing I by the house we'll check them out definitely do Han <laughs> shot first all right we'll be back again sometime with something else another one of our favorites absolutely um and thanks for listening you guys and we'll catch you next time all right conan out